Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On Point. This episode is, again, with the bro guys, and it's me and Trent sitting down having a good conversation about what uh, I consider to be backcountry versus what he considers to be backcountry. And uh, this has actually been a question that I've seen asked on a forum now, um, coincidentally, after we recorded this, and it's just a great topic. You know, what's because it's something that isn't like a set standard, right? Everybody has their own idea of what backcountry means. And, and I was shocked by Trent's answer. And um, I kind of make fun of myself towards the end about how bad I am and how big of a sissy I am in the woods. And so, um, you know, everybody's got their own starting point. Everybody has their own idea of what backcountry really means to them. And um, yeah, just made for a really fun, uh, obviously, Trent, he's always fun. Um, great episode to listen to and a lot of laughs. So, uh, good question, guys. Leave a comment and a review if you have an idea. What do you think backcountry is to you? Is it two miles? Is it five miles? Is it sleeping outside the truck? What is backcountry to you? Leave me a review uh, with a comment on whatever platform you're listening to, and that would be a great way to uh, spark a conversation and get an idea. So outside of that, guys, appreciate you for listening, and I will see you at the end. Bye. <laughs> you can, Do you want this one? Me? No, I put all my stuff in post-production. Ooh. I'm fancy. Fancy pants. <laughs> hey, I've got over 100 episodes. 100 episodes. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> Where are you guys at? Do you no even know? Idea. <laughs> That's okay. No idea. That's no, I feel like I have no clue. <laughs> I, I just... I just enjoy doing them. So, and then I just submit the footage to well, <laughs> uh, to our two editor guys, and then they post it up. So. You know, the last podcast you and I started, it started with a bunch of laughs. So it's it's fitting that this one started with a bunch of laughs too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back, guys. Uh, born and raised audio experience here, brought to you by Onyx Hunt. I need to say that every single time because. They actually are paying for this podcast. Really? Yes, they um, are. They're I'm just awesome. going to choose. I'm just going to choose a sponsor because I don't have any. You're going to choose one. Uh, DQ six dollar meal deal chicken strip basket guys. How they've been doing for you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Decent. Um, you can upgrade uh, your Sunday to a Blizzard for a dollar. Just for a dollar. Just for a dollar. Someone was saying the other day. I saw a post or something. Blizzards aren't cheap. Uh, West. It was like six. Was it West? For, yeah, yeah, that's what it was for a Blizzard. That's it. That's um, it. You don't have to pay that. Just get the six dollar meal deal. You get upgrade. chicken strips, buffalo sauce. You got to get the buffalo sauce. Gotta have it. You know, not all Dairy Dairy Queens are similar. You can get some with Coke products, some with Pepsi products. Nailed it. There you go. Man, just think of what they're going to get off of this. <laughs> just think. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to start doing that at the beginning of mine. Just like just, nab, just like rip next it off. Be, next will be me undies. I'll take that one from Joe Rogan. That's hey, those are those are comfy. You ever had a pair? <laughs> I've never. Have you? I don't. No, don't, no comment. No, <laughs> no I, comment. No, I'm a Tommy John guy. You ever wore a pair of Tommy Johns? No, I'm like on the and one train and the. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Hanes, Hanes, the Hanes, Hanes, the Hanes. Hanes. Yes. I got a pair of those yep. too, but. My mom bought me some uh, Tommy Johns. Oh, lordy. Aren't those expensive? I think so. Really? High <laughs> end. Sure. Well, every Christmas she buys me a pair, so I've got like three pairs now. <laughs> you say you're not a gear guy. Yeah, exactly. And you can wear those for like weeks on end. So you got <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much a fresh pair for yeah, a Yeah, I don't know why I have so many boxes when you wear them five days a week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, we want to jump on here, guys, and just um, reminisce a little bit. We were talking talking earlier. That's the thing about when two buddies meet up. It's just like, oh, you guys want you want to do a podcast? Yeah. And so then when we meet up, <laughs> we just start sitting there. And how was your hunt? And how did this go? And everything. And pretty soon, we're covering everything for a podcast. Yeah, true. Just by just by BS and back and forth. But um, uh, anyway, we were doing, we were going to talk about different hunting styles. Yeah. Uh, two ends of the spectrum, like like Garrett was talking. Earlier, he, he said, you know, his hunting style is primarily... Day. 
Day hunting. Day hunting, coming out every day. Yeah. Sleeping at camp. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to like talk about the benefits of that, and mm-hmm. then and maybe the downfalls a little bit, but not. I, you know, I noticed some downfalls of it this year. You did. I did, and and we'll get into that later. But there was definitely some some hindsight trying to like what what can I do better? Right. There were some scenarios that I I definitely could have done better if I was a uh, stay the night guy. Whatever backpack, 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 and whatever. Bi- bi- let's call it bivy hunting. Bivy hunting. I have a bivy. I've never even used it. They look cool, don't they? <laughs> I was like, first of all, I'm like, oh, I finally got a bivy, and I was so excited because I wanted to see what a bivy actually was. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> you and me both. It's like a super like small sleeping bag, it's, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, they're ridiculous. Is it what to do? Keep the bugs off you? I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I was back. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way as you were, but this I'm. <laughs> Take about a f- quite a few years back, uh-huh. you know, and this bivy hunting came out, and it's just like no way, you know, bivy hunting, and so it's just like there's this thing called a bivy sack, and I'm like yep. researching, you know, as much research as I normally do, <laughs> which is calling your buddy and asking, hey, what the hell's a bivy sack, you know? <laughs> right. So anyway, so anyway, it's just a sack that zips around your sleeping bag that's supposed to be waterproof. Oh, okay. That's all it was. I, do, uh, here's my knowledge. I thought you were supposed to sleep inside of it. Supposed to, but no. no that's like, why I, thought, I, have I a... thought it was like a super lightweight sleeping bag. No. No. Okay. No. Good to know. I, don't uh, think I was so. thinking, what in the hell is this thing going to do? Keep the bugs off me? So I, I throw it inside Didn't my little pouch with my, with my shelter, uh, right. Jimmy Tarp shelter. And I'm like, maybe it's for like summer use. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there there goes my knowledge into into your realm. See, you could have you could have been you could have been light years <laughs> light years ahead of yourself. Yeah. No, I Lord. just yeah. Going to learn today. <laughs> I, I do a tent. I'm a tent guy. I like to have my own. It's my place of peace. You know, a little shelter and uh, you know something that's just not right on my face. Because there's a lot of times that we get in there when we're when we're quote unquote bivy hunting or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it backpack hunting, and it'll pour down rain and you can't film. So. When it's just pouring down rain and snow, you know, you just sit in your tents. There's been times that we've been sitting in our tents most of a whole day. Really? Just sit there just for so hours you protect and hours the camera and gear. hours. Yeah, because if you screw up a camera, you know, you're, you're seven done. miles there in, what point. are you going to do? Yeah. What's the point of us being, I mean, yeah. yeah, obviously it's for, you know, obviously for fun and camaraderie and to try to shoot an elk, but at the same time, it's like we're trying to make, you know, we're so trying to show people. you on a day that you just hang out in camp all day? Where I'm like, you know, maybe drinking a beer right. back at actual camp. That sounds so having good. Having a good time. Maybe oh. taking a warm shower. You know, oh. No, you don't shower during out season. <laughs> you don't want to wear off the Shower? Gym. What's that? Yeah, what's that? No, no, no. Um, yeah, no. I, I, yeah, that, that'll be like what's different in my pack than yours. Mm-hmm. So the first year we did it, I actually had this thing called a journal. You ever heard of one of those? I had something not. Something you write in? Yeah, I had not. <laughs> I'm not a big journal guy if that surprises you. <laughs> Dear but diary. My wife, exactly, <laughs> exactly. My wife conned me into, she's like, you need to just document about it. Nobody's done, I don't think, you know, five different states hunting every day. And so I'm like, okay. So I did it and never opened it since. <laughs> it's somewhere, but actually every day I would write in it and um, and do that. So did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have taken little, uh, the you know, the tiny little Bible versions of the New Testament, mm-hmm. the tiny little that they hand out, you mm-hmm. know. Taking that in there with me, really? um, yeah. You just just read like yeah, just random read, you know. Or... Yeah, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John—they're awesome. Cha- you know, chapters to read, you know, and stuff. So I, I've done that before. Uh, sometimes, you know, if it's pouring down rain, 
will usually like take somebody's you know tarp or whatever and make something and then make a fire and stuff that way you have the community side of things too and mm. and you can still you know sit down outside and bs with your buddies and stuff but a lot of times, you know, sometimes it'll just be this like everybody's setting up tents in as fast as they can because you're getting so, you know how those, you know how those September storms oh, yeah. are. Yeah. They can come down. And so anyway, it's one of the, some people would say it's the best, you know, oh, it's so neat to, you know, this part. I'm not a big fan of the rain as far as on a hunt. So, yeah, because it seems to shut the elk down too. So that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now that I hunted with a, a buddy this year who is into the backpacking stuff, and I learned some game changers oh, nice. for food wise. Okay. Um, so he was, what he does is he carries, um, and, and so, but this is actually kind of a day um, strategy too. Okay. And I'm going to do it next year. So I got to buy a vacuum sealer, mm-hmm. but he would freeze like hard freeze these vacuum packed things of like chicken fettuccine or whatever it may be. And then he'd put it in his jet boil and then he'd boil it up for five minutes and it would be like, it would be like you just made it. Heat it up. Yeah. But that's only good if you're day hunting and you have. Well, I mean, this, I don't know how long you're it would stay. I mean, it probably should still stay. For, yeah, if you suck sealed it, it should stay for at least three to five days. Oh, well, perfect. Yeah. So he was eating like a freaking king out there on the side of the mountain because we're like, I don't know how far we were back there, but he was eating like a king. I was jealous. I'm like, I'm doing that next year because he was having like homemade chicken fettuccine, one of my favorite dishes. And you're over here just and, going. And then like the next day, it was something else amazing. I'm like, you dude, you got it figured out. Got it figured. Got it dialed. Yeah. And so you know, there's. There's definitely, I think, I think your way lends probably to getting in less pressured areas. Yes and no. I mean, let's define the backcountry, right? <laughs> Cody and I argue about this all the time. Okay. Okay. Don't tell me what side of the fence he's on. So don't tell you. Yeah, I want. I want to see if if we're on the same page on this one. Okay. So backcountry to me. Okay, this should be good. <laughs> is anything that involves you not being able or willing to hike your butt out to camp would be backcountry. So maybe... Uh, give, us like, a, well, give me a time allotment, though. I mean, what do you, you, you've got to be obviously, obviously get a back. Day? Like if you have to so hike if you can't a, get back in a day, yeah. you're backcountry. If you have to make multiple trips... You, know, yeah, you see I'd what say, I'm saying? You yeah, see what I'm saying? Okay, a day. If it's a day's worth of work to get back. Because it can't be a distance That's a thing. jaunt because you could go... Pretty far. You know, pretty far. You can cover 14 miles roughly. I mean, if you're, you know, maybe I'm trail a super hiking, hardcore backpacker. You are a and don't even know it. dude. <laughs> and you're a day hunter. I don't understand. Yeah. It. Well, okay. Well, so you're it, just day hunting 14 miles. A, is what you're saying. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. It can't be a mileage thing because I can cover 21. We covered 21 miles on a bike one day. Well, okay. Yeah, bikes okay. are a different story. Okay. All right. All right. But you know, what if you're just walking roads and and it's, you can cover some ground? Yeah, you can cover a lot of ground. Oh but, yeah. It, for me, backcountry means, yeah, if I'm not willing to hike out, that to me is backcountry. <laughs> backcountry to me okay. is four or five feet off that road. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go pitch a tent behind the nearest tree that you see over there across uh-huh. the meadow, you're backcountry. Really? Sure, why not? Can you justify that? Every time, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the backcountry, you know, and it sounds cooler, way cooler to sure, tell people. Sure, Where were you guys hunting this year? Well, we hunted backcountry for the first, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. And they just look at you like, whoa, yeah. that guy's legit. Well, then I hunted Little out did of he my know, truck. 
Exactly. Little did he know, I should have been in my truck <laughs> doing the beer drinking thing <laughs> that you, you were talking about when it rained. Oh, yeah. No, but Cody says anything over five miles is Cody's. So he has an actual... He's got a mileage Okay, thing. but then do you, is that walking miles, biking miles, no, flying, horseback... I guess canoeing yeah. or kayaking miles. I wouldn't even say as the crow flies. I would say the easiest path back to civilization five miles. I don't know even that. I don't know. That's, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with that because we need to talk to him next time. We because see him. there is plenty of hunts over in Eastern Oregon that you can go five miles behind a gate and then easily come back out. Oh yeah, we were going doing eight mile trips in the wilderness over in Eastern Oregon, right? And coming back out and just making big loops. Oh yeah. Right? We have one truck on the top, one truck on the bottom. And that's exactly what we do in the quote unquote now back country is we just make big loops. We start out like from the truck and just make a giant circle. Sometimes, you know, depending on what canyons and what the topography looks like, you know, you obviously yeah. can't just make a direct circle, but um, something of that nature is what we normally hunt. And then if we haven't found in that circle what we want, we're headed back to the truck to move spots. Anyway. Really? God, I wish Cody was here to defend himself on his on his stance here. Because five miles doesn't seem that far, but in like five miles in, five miles let's just in, say, Mount Emily or, or, you know, Hell's Canyon or something. Five miles in Colorado way. at... 10,500 feet. That's a long way. It's a long way. Do you get away from people going in five miles? That's the whole thing that I was getting at is now your quote unquote back country. (laughs) Everybody does it. So it's just like this. If you'll Uh, notice like our videos from three years ago, let's say to last year, maybe even the year before, it's like there's that zone where you can cover way more ground and still pretty much like you day hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, come back to the trucks at night and just like last year, I I I had what Colorado um, packed in for what eight days or something like that into Colorado. I kid New Mexico. We were camping every single day back at camp. I mean, we we're you're camping meals. back at camp. Yeah, we we're coming back truck. to camp okay. at the truck, at the tents, at the everything. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. I mean, as far as that goes, I. Yeah, backcountry wise, quote unquote, um, didn't I? Don't probably did it for half the season, probably last year. Hmm. Five miles. That's that's just someone's. That's in his opinion. Yeah, but we were miles. usually always. Just we to... were always usually five miles from anything. I bet his five miles aren't like. I bet they're like hardcore five miles. Dude, it's nasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like five miles straight over up on the coast, straight down. Whew. Without roads, at five miles up the coast, oh, might as well be in. You couldn't make it all. You couldn't even make it a day sometimes. No. Yeah. No, 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 okay. no, not on the coast. But hmm. yeah, that's that's the definition. So where we hunted in, like when we killed those big, when Cody killed his big bull years ago in Colorado, um, and Ty killed a big bull. Um, that was like seven and a half miles in, something hmm. like that. That's a long ways, dude. It's a long ways, and so yeah, that took us all, all of us. Uh, we hauled that bull out. Um, anyway, it took four or five of us. Most of the day to get that bull out. So bone in, bone out. Bone out, definitely. If it's anything, we got a rule. If it's anything over a mile, you take out the bones. How do you hang your meat without bone? You don't. Okay. Hang your meat with the bone on, and then when you're ready to pack it out, that's when you bone it out. So what? That would be my. That would be my preference. Camp. So we're so in our instances when you get out and you hit the trailhead, you throw that in the pickup and you're headed straight to the cooler. That makes sense. And then you're headed right back to that trailhead to hike your stinking <laughs> idiotic butt like right back in. Two hours away. And then you're a yeah. you know you're five hours. I'd make the guy that shot at me drive. It usually two is. hours. Yeah. Usually everybody's so jacked to go in to get that hamburger and that beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We made um, two special trips into town. 
and we got our butts kicked both mornings. And by the time we get back into town, it's like lunch, and we were just so thrilled to have oh, yeah. like a burger that you didn't have to make yourself. Yeah, isn't that nice? Right? Yeah, and that's too. I, that's one of me. One of my favorite things, as far as the hunting thing goes for me, is to be able to hunt these other states. The hunting side of it, yeah, that's one thing. But to go to these different places and to meet these different people in Colorado and Wyoming and New Mexico, all these different like cultures a little bit. Like in Mexico, where we're at, you know, you'd be having these burrito shacks and these. Uh, it's just a whole different culture than let's say Wyoming, where it's cold as heck, you know, mm-hmm. and there's cowboys all over the place and. You know, it's just so neat to see those kind of things that sometimes coming into town, no matter how big or small the town is, it's just as much fun as, you know, going in and hunting to me hmm. anymore. It's, I really that, enjoy that. That would be cool. You know, we, we went over into a tiny little town and I'm like, oh man, like no one's going to be caring about a mask over here. And then they were like the strictest little town I've oh, ever really? been Oh, really? Yo, dude, I was like, what is going on here? Everybody was so strict. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll partake. But, you know. You outsiders. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, some of them were like, you're not from around here, are you? Yeah, I like, oh, know. Yeah, How'd you know? I'm like, oh, we just knew. I was yeah. like, well, I, I don't know if that. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> I that. Don't, I Appreciate don't know. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. It is neat to go and see the culture in other places and just. I've said it a thousand times, like Wyoming has some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, just the most giving people. And it's every time I go to that state, it seems like I'm just blessed with just good people. You know, it's awesome. If I had to move to a state, it would probably be Wyoming. Less people per capita or whatever. It's like... Biggest state with a small amount of people. That's what it is. And some yep. of the best hunting. Some of the best hunting in know. in the country. Yeah. yeah. By far. Yeah. It's I just, my favorite state. I've heard the stories... I've heard the local guy stories, yeah. you know, oh my gosh, you know, oh, 170. Oh yeah, we passed that up. We're you passing know. that. Are you kidding me? Why'd you kill a dick? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I think Zilla got milk on his lips. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a 170 inch buck. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Those those guys are very blessed to live over they there. They see some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. If I ever win the lottery, you might have to call me and and I'll be in a five or you know, a Wyoming area code. We'll podcast over there. Sure. I, yeah. I'm all in. Give me a helicopter. I'll come on out. I will so. come on out. But yeah. yeah, so so differ from so have you ever backcountry quote unquote have you ever spent the night on your back? Um, well, your your backcountry where I'm like oh. yeah oh yeah <laughs> plenty anything of- like I'm just saying taking your camp your food and going all your no. yeah all your belongings and going away from the truck and spending a night no never never have never that's awesome never had two. Though as well. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with it. Don't yeah, get me wrong. You know what? But but I'm also a little crazy in the fact that I will walk 14 miles in a day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm fine with that. Like we killed a buck uh, five miles from camp, and um, it was a heck of a time getting him back to camp. It was all uphill, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like my man, it should be nice just to be able to pitch a tent right here. But at the same time everything's back at camp your cot wood stove everything like yeah i i like my creature comforts and the more comfortable i am the harder i hunt and so um you know it's kind of like that is it the remy warren you know build a fire if you're cold if you're hungry eat kind of mentality I yeah think, i think that's him no that idea. is a hundred percent me like if i get a good night's sleep and i'm comfortable and i'm happy and, and i'm and i'm i am hard to keep up with i will tell you that but at the same time um, if I'm like on an extended hunt, I also know that energy 
needs to equal results. And so I conserve energy Pace when I'm yourself. back there. Yeah. So some, you know, too many years in a row, I've gone out just full blast and in two, three days, I'm tired. We went to Idaho three years ago and 10 miles in Idaho is quite a bit. We were doing 10 to 12 a day. A and after four, four days, I'm like, I'm exhausted. And so I hunted a small um, flatter area and did seven miles that day, but it was Still like, good. man, you know, Idaho kicked my butt. And so long story short, I was on a hunt this year. We were, I don't know, 11 miles in on bikes. And then we had bulls bugling down in the bottom of a, like a mini Hell's Canyon. It was probably like a 1500 foot drop. It's a lot. Um, it, it is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. And, and I told those guys like, dude, let's go. I'm like, I'm not going because first of all, there's elk up on, <laughs> I sound like, I sound, I'm like That's that guy. country, dog. Yeah, I'm nope. like, first of all, uh, there's elk on top. Second of all, I don't know how big that bull is bird in the hand third of all he's probably going to shut up when we get down there just knowing how this hunt's gone so you guys can go i'm going back first and time you didn't chase a bugle it was yeah it was like you know if i if i wasn't so worried about conserving energy because i had to come out and i could have stayed in there we oh, okay probably and who knows if we would have got into that but i guarantee we would have got in on him because he was in the bottom right. and it was a very he knew where small he was yeah and so you know that's one where i felt bad because those guys wanted to go that extra little bit but i'm like i'm here for like 20 days yeah you know that that's an area it's you know a very s rare scenario for me where i'm like i'm not willing to actually go after a bugle because there's elk in other areas that are easier to get to i don't know how big he is and plus this is a marathon and i'm not willing to sprint on this day on this day yeah you know yeah. after a bowl a mystery bowl is what I called it. And I think that's a viable, I, I totally, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. Totally. But, uh, and that's, and that Dirk and I have argued this same point, you know, because <laughs> he didn't do the backpack hunting at all until, you know, the last really? two years. Yeah. The last year was the first <laughs> one he did with me. And then he, he went again this year with me. And, um, you know, he's, he's not a giant fan of it. Dirk's a guy that like every day, you know, when you get packed up, like, our style is like you grab everything. First, you start with your sleeping bag. Stuff it in your bag. You know, you know, stuff everything. He's got little. He's got bags for <laughs> bags, and he has bags that go inside of bags, and everything's all pretty much, you really? know. Oh, and it all fits in his pack the same way. And he, he, he's yeah, he's he's that guy about it, which is totally awesome. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and we got to the talking this year. It's just like you know, have the the has it like helped us a ton. You know, because like what he would do before with Corey and Donnie is like Wyoming. And I've hunted some of the same country that they day hunt. And I'm like, why? Because <laughs> they'd get clear back in there to the elk. And then right about the time it got dark, you're spending all that energy instead of just get going out. to sleep. You're spending all that energy to come clear back down that mountain to get back into the truck at 1030 at night to get four hours of sleep, you know, right. to get up, to get back up to those elk in the morning. And it's just like. But therein lies the other side of the story. Well, all day long, you're packing around, you know, 40 pounds on your back all day long. That would, that would suck. For 7 to 13 miles. It's normally what we do in a day is 7 to 13 with miles. With 40 loops. pounds on your back. With 40 pounds. Well, me, I pack. <laughs> I got to have everything. Now, <laughs> I got to have everything. So, uh, yeah. But Cody can get his down to, what did he say, man? I think it's like 27 pounds That's or something like that for, for five days. Yeah. Well, my, my day pack this year was a little bit lighter. Um, I didn't have the tripod. I, I left the spot and scope. Oh, it just, it dear didn't, God. I didn't need it. No. I was probably down to 20 pounds. 
20 pounds for a day pack. <laughs> what are you, are you taking, a, are you taking part of an elk with oh, you? Maybe, maybe 15, there? maybe 15, I don't know. 15? I get hungry. SpaghettiOs aren't light. <laughs> and so oh. um, water, you know, water's heavy. Um, I didn't bring any. I'm not like, counting water. water. Those yeah, so, too. you know, water is like, what, nine pounds of, or nine. Seven, three a gallon. Seven, three a gallon. Or eight, three. 8.3 there a gallon. There you go. So, you know, I. I don't carry a gallon with me. I usually carry two or three little water bottles, yep. and that's it. And we make a half a day hunt, come back out um, where we were this year, and then we'll go back in. You know, like or we'll make two or three, four little hunts a day. And so I could I could go a little heavier. Plus we're using bikes and stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's still fairly heavy for just day hunting. Seems excessively heavy to me. <laughs> lots yeah. lots of weight. Lots yeah, of weight. Yeah, I, I was happy to report that I did lighten my pack after our last podcast together. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Remember I the whole remember, remember the rule if you don't use it in, in two <laughs> trips, get rid of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few things. Well, you know, I don't have the rope with me cuz I'm not bear hunting and I use that kitchen sink and took it out. Yeah, I took the kitchen sink out, okay. you know, uh, just just less altogether less this year okay so but yeah and and, and I, I can honestly tell you that we were getting into more elk way closer to the roads yeah. than farther back in actually we did 21 miles one day and didn't see an elk or Copy. here or here, here an elk behind gates and, it's, and then that we go happen. back and then we go back that evening and i i'm in 12 different bulls beagling and yeah. i can see trucks driving by yeah no, that can totally happen. That's the whole thing about this whole, if you want to call it a movement, I guess, the mm-hmm. backcountry movement, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've been a place like in Colorado or somewhere, you know, way back in there. You come around the tree and you're like, hey, bud, how's it going, man? And you're really? just like, oh, yeah, all the time. And to me, in my eyes, though, if you've, if you've worked your butt off to get where we are at or, you know, dude, because I know I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know what? More power to you, man. I'm enjoying seeing you back here. At least Respect. someone else is here, right? Yeah, you yeah. know. But nowadays, yeah, we run into quite a few. Man, people. that would that would really mentally screw with me. Really? Being that far back in there, and I'm like, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. There's people here. Yeah, but that's that's a. I mean, you just go one <laughs> tiny little ridge, and you're, yeah. you're into brand new elk. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Dis- yeah. Distance of a bugle doesn't. Yeah, travel I know. Out. I know that. Where I'm hunting, I'm hunting elk that have been spoken to, pushed, Lots. seen humans, yep. that you're basically almost hunting a freaking whitetail at some point. One could argue makes you a better hunter. Maybe that's why I'm so good. I think so. I think so. No, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Maybe that's why my freezer's empty this year. Way more, <laughs> way more educated elk, you yeah. know? I mean... I can tell you, it was a whole different dynamic this year, man. And, and, and Like how many bugles from humans did you hear this year? Uh, a, well, a ton. Yeah. A ton. Yeah. And some of those were, were, you know, on those 11-mile deep hunts, yeah. you know, and, and but they had bulls bugling back to them. So True. it was, it was kind of cool. But um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I can't make my judgment on backcountry based off of the hunt that we did. Right, right. Because, you know, backcountry, we were still on the road, but we were like, you know, 11, 14 miles deep or whatever. We were talking earlier about Wyoming points, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have one point. You'll have two this year. Yeah. Yeah, when you draw Wyoming, you're gonna. This is my challenge to you. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna put it out there right now on the uh-huh. on, on the on the cast. Okay. So this is my challenge. So go to Wyoming. You don't have to do it the whole time. Not this year, but next year. Yeah, when you go to Wyoming. Okay. Could be two, three years. It doesn't. Whatever you want to go to Wyoming. <laughs> okay. I'll send you either some places or just see where you're gonna go. Okay. I just want to see. See if I day hunt it. <laughs> yeah, just to see where you're gonna go, and then I'll pick. And you have to do at least a three day hunt. 
Oh, you want me to backpack it? Backpack it for really? three days. Ooh, three well, days. Yeah. Three days out of your life. Well, That's it. That's I, you know, I, I have a buddy that went over there this year and he killed like a 330 inch bull. Over Bingo. There, and they were backpacking. See? So, but, uh, you know, if I, if I, we'll put it this way, if I did it, first of all, grizzly bears. Okay. There's no grizzly bears where I'm going to send you. Okay. Well then. Okay. Very few. How about that? <laughs> Maybe one or two. They're, yeah. A stray. It's a stray. Well, uh, if I go over there, I doubt I'll be alone. Um, I'm I'm literally too big of a of a wussy to go do it by myself in the dark. Like it just by yourself. Me. Yeah. Nobody just, should elk hunt by themselves. Well, it just freaks me out. Ever. It just freaks me out. You should never elk hunt yeah. by yourself. Well, I can tell you right now, I was testing out my shelter at camp. Right, like I'm I don't know what that means. So my little shelter thing, yeah, uh, the Jimmy Tarps. Oh, okay. To shelter. Yeah, your tarp at camp. Yeah, tarp. Okay. But I was trying it, trying it out at camp because I got to test it out. Right, I spent all the money on of it. Of course you did. And I'm not using it the way I'm it's supposed to be I'm wondering why you bought used. it, but yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, I'm like, I spent money on it. I'm going to use it. So I used it, and I got you know, buddies over here in an RV or a camper, camp trailer, and then um, my buddy right here next to me in a tent. And I freaking, I'm hearing twigs pop, dude, like 10 yards from my head. And I'm like, now I'm all of a sudden, I'm like a footstep expert. I'm like, well, that's not a hoof. Oh, boy. Oh, it's boy. Not, Here we go. It's not a hoof. There's no, there's no, there's no, when it hits the Nothing ground. Nothing solid. I'm like, that thing is creeping right next to my head. And so I'm like, where's my keys? Where's my keys? Okay. My keys? So, my keys. So what I did, because my truck's like, 20 yards away. It's so big of a... Of a oh, you're back country, bud. You I'm are back country. Back country. So I got something creeping, and I'm like, it ain't a cow, it ain't a deer, <clears throat> it isn't an ungulate, right? It's okay. not paws. That's I, definitely I, a meat I eater. Can, you always go worst case scenario with these things, right? Apparently so, you are. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, God, well, oh, Jesus, where's my pistol? Where's my keys? Someone's getting I'm carrying, shot. I'm carrying a 380. Oh, dear God. And uh, so something's probably getting shot multiple times. It's not going to die on the first one. But it, it's going to make a loud bang. <laughs> it's going to lay. Uh, so I, I find my keys, and I'm uh, here's what I do. I put my boots on. Dear God. I crawl out of my cot, put my boots on, put my jacket on, grab my grab, grab my sleeping bag. I go move. beep beep on my on my truck. Beep beep. Get a little noise going. I'm getting noise and lights flashing. Oh, did you hit the alarm or just the beep I did beep? not hit the alarm because I didn't want to wake everybody up. You didn't want to look like a I, I didn't want to look like an idiot. Yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah, good point. And just, so I did that probably twenty times. I'm like beep 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 beep. And then so I'm, I'm, like, well I'm listening. The, <laughs> I'm alarm. listening just to see if the twigs are popping. Okay. Dead silent. Dead silent. Dead silent. I Weird. sit there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Disappears. So finally, I'm like, all right, I go beep, beep, rush out to my truck, get in my truck. I sleep on my truck the rest of the trip. Oh, dear. No, you yeah. didn't. Yeah. Oh. But, so that's, but how, that's how uncomfortable I am with So this that. challenge that I just gave is going to be pretty. It'd probably be the death of me. <laughs> it might be your last one. I might one. have to bring some, what's that, what's that, Valium that calm you down? <laughs> You know, I know a guy. Some, Get some, it at cost. some night sleep medicine, some ambient. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I can tell you that you know, I know the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've I've camped and done all that stuff, and there's really no difference between what I was doing there versus camping. If I was in my wall tent, I've been like, yeah, nothing's getting me. You right. know, like it's just I've yeah. done it in a wall tent. Yeah. I've never done it in a shelter. And uh, <laughs> oh, shelter! Now we're calling it a shelter. Shelter, a teepee shelter. Or whatever. Oh, now we're a teepee shelter. Whatever, okay. whatever they call okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> whatever they call it. Okay. A uh, tarp. There you go. There's the term. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, so I know. I know the more I do it, the more comfortable I will get. Um, and I know I'm not the only one that's afraid because there's been like guys doing podcasts about being afraid of the dark or whatever. No, it's a it's a real thing. Yeah. Whatever I got to tell myself to feel better about it. <laughs> 
So I'm listening. But uh, so yeah, I mean that's 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 where I am now, okay. and so I, I need to get over that before I go to Wyoming, where there's actually things out there that are you know 800 pounds that want to kill you. Yeah, grizzly not, bears. Not very, not very many, but yeah, okay, okay, so, yeah. Well, so you're going to do it this next year, is what you're saying? You're up in the ante. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, there you go. Good call. I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. But backpack up in the Elliott State Forest or well, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop down into. Can a you hole. still do that? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. And I don't, I don't tell think anybody you can, then. You can't find a flat spot either. I know <laughs> that. So you're out on that. I'll just one. go on warehouse and camp on a landing or there something. There you go. But, there you go. With but, your lights pointed at. The well, I'll tell you tent. when I'm when I'm hiking and I'm and I'm and I'm going somewhere. It's not a problem. It's just when I'm trying to sleep. You know, sleeping's not good. It's sleep. I don't know, man. But I. The trick, I was, I slept so good in my truck. Oh boy! That you, you, you recline it all the way. I think I talked about this on one podcast with oh, you already. No. You park on a hill, mm. so when you lay your seat back, you are perfectly level, like you're on a bed. No. You put a sweatshirt in the crooks of, you know, in, in, in the pivot spot of your seat where your butt would, be, like where your hip would be. No, I don't. You put that under there, and then you're on a perfect bed. Add a sleeping bag on top of that, and you're like in the Hilton. Like I don't think so. <laughs> no, you're not. But, I, I but would, it's close. I would argue the Hilton fact. Well, there's no showers or anything, and my trucks dunk. It probably took like three weeks to get the smell out. I had to get an interior detail to finish it off. But it was I. It's dunk in there. But and you're talking about a Toyota, right? Yeah, a little Tacoma. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this yeah. body's not built for a Toyota sleeping. <laughs> the, the the Toyota Hilton or no, whatever you, you would call survive it. in there. No, no, just no. go lay on the ground. How many people have been killed in the last? I don't know. Let's say six, eight months. Six. Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what stories uh, you're reading. I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm starting, and so you know we'll have did, to do a hunt did, sometime. Did you have those issues when you started? Never. Have. <laughs> God dang it. Never. <laughs> never in my life. By the time it's time to go to bed, it is good night, Jim Kite. Well, what would you even... say you're, you were from uh, Men Are Men and Sheep Are Scared? <laughs> yes, I'm super nervous at least. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, no. I, I, yeah, no. I, I've i never, ever had an issue with like even hearing noises or anything. I'm just oh, like, man. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I had, a, I had my backpack. Usually it's a mouse. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. Usually it's a mouse chewing on something around. I had mice uh, get into my sleep, my oh, suitcase yeah. this year. Yeah. 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 I had a suitcase, yeah. Cody, right. we, were, we were on that bear hunt a few years ago. And it was so awesome. I was sleeping right beside him, too. <laughs> just sleeping there. He just, he'd wake up and just shine his light everywhere, you know. And like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Something's on my hair. Something's in my hair, you oh. know. Pretty soon we're sitting there and hear this. <laughs> they chewed through his pad right, oh, really? right by his head. I'd be like, like six inches from his ear and it just chewed a hole the mouse did right through his pad and down he went <laughs> I, I stayed like the whole time sleeping the same you're not convincing me on this the, back the same spot I never had one issue <laughs> it was so awesome yeah, anyway yeah you're losing but, me you're losing me no 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 we'll do it sometime we'll but, have to uh, get out sometime and yeah we'll have some fun well that's, that sounds good man I, I I need to I need to start hitting that area of it because I feel like I'm missing out everybody's doing it you're you not know, missing but, out on anything but the front I you know I call it the front country because I got to have some term for what I do. Sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm bragging about how close to roads I can kill an animal. That's totally no, and that that kind of touches on what I was talking about before. Like, dude, there is a definite zone in between the quote unquote road hunter, which is what you can see from the road, yeah, to the you know half mile in to that three mile zone. That honestly, you know, is pretty profitable. It, yeah, the the you know animals I think are they're kind of like you know. 
easiest place of resistance when it comes to pressure, right? Yeah. And so if you're getting pressured too far in, then they're gonna come back where they're not. And they'll let you drive past them all day long. 100%. Yeah, and, and I know over here, log trucks, they're used to log trucks and traffic. Rock they don't trucks, care. the whole thing. Yeah, so there's a lot to be said about that. And, and the last couple elk I've, I've killed had been um, <laughs> less than, less than, 200 yards from road, yeah. like less than 150 probably, yeah. actually. Actually, I'd go as far as I could I could have drove to one of them. And, Not terrible. And then the other one was probably 120 yards. So. That's awesome. That's Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And you're not killing yourself. You can do it longer, easier on your body. I, there's a lot of benefits. Dude, there's it. so many benefits. And I think it just kind of goes to the whole thing, just to wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. Hunt smarter, not harder. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that the old adage? Hey, I want to hunt longer. Oh, there you go. Longevity of there you, there go. you go. There you go. Yeah. One that's... could argue both. Yeah. Both, both, yeah. both sides well, having, of the equation. Having your, your air mattress popped, you know, 10 miles in the back country doesn't sound easy. We were from here to that wall from the, <laughs> from the pickup. Oh, okay. Never we mind. just don't sleep in the truck like the, the Hilton, the oh. Toyota Hilton. <laughs> We're you know, just out on the ground. Each to his own. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> well, I appreciate you for having me on again, Oh, man. dude, it's been and, awesome. Um, we're going to have to revisit here, I, I'm sure, before season. So. Oh, yeah. No, we'll do it. We'll definitely do it. People people love it when you're on. So. Um, oh, good. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this one. Uh, Garrett will be back with us shortly at some point. We'll have mm-hmm. to reminisce again and <laughs> go over some more controversial yeah. backcountry yeah. stuff. I'd like to thank uh, DQ again once more before we close this that's thing huge, out. That's a huge deal for you, man. Six dollars. I uh, actually, I'm, in, I'm on the health kick right now, and so we're having a little bit of a love affair. Really? Yeah. You know, like I ate it today because I was going. Oh, to, you did? I did, but oh, I didn't. Guilty eat the, I didn't huh? eat the blizzard. I gave that to Kim. Oh wow! So, but you know, I, I'm off that kick right now, so I need to toss him some business because me not going there is definitely costing him some money. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. If you want to see him around in a yeah. couple years, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I appreciate it. Oh yeah, thanks, man. See ya. All right, guys, that's this episode of the podcast. I had a great time. Thanks, Trent, for letting me come onto the show. And uh, I'm sure they'll be uploading uh, this episode on their podcast as well, uh, Born and Raised Audio Experience. And be sure to check them out. They have a great podcast on theirs. And I always appreciate them being willing to collaborate with uh, me. So outside of that, guys, appreciate you for listening. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.